clear you make some adjustments, but. Jackie Bradley Jr. pops it up. Long run for Cabrera. And he made the play. Oh, he made the play. High fly ball. Deep left. There it goes. Soaring into history. He's done it. He has done it. 62. Yo, what's up, everybody, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Bronx Machachos. I'm your host, Mark. We got Dave. We got Danny with us. So it should be a fun show for us, everybody, on Sunday morning. Uh, listen, you guys, everybody knows what we say. Go check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, um, all your spot, all the spots. Go to our link tree, link.tre. Get anything, any of our stuff there. Um, don't forget, this is on our new YouTube, not our new YouTube channel, but one that we set up a while ago. Uh, go, go hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We're going to be put, put a, posting a bunch of stuff on there. Uh, Sunday podcast will be here. We'll also get ourselves the, uh, some little, little clips along the way, kind of help bring, bring this thing up and moving. Um, and then of course, SeatGeek, you know, the drill guys, <clears throat> it's the best way to find any and all tickets, baseball seasons in in session, minor league games are right are coming in now. Triple A started, all the other ones are starting as well. Concerts are coming around the corner. You got basketball games, you got hockey games, you got everything. Go to SeatGeek and you use our promo code Bronx Muchachos, all uppercase lettering, and you'll get for first discount a uh, discount on your first order. So, boys, say what's up to everybody. Good morning. Welcome to our first ever edition, Coffee with the Muchachos, as I'm rocking my Grogu mug. So, good morning, everybody. Welcome. We'll be doing this for the rest of the year, so enjoy. A little cafecito to go with your to go with your Monday. Yeah. Some Cuban coffee. I wish. That's one thing I miss about living in, in Tampa is the Cuban coffee. My gosh, I would love that. But um, yeah, good morning, everybody. Uh, we're gonna be talking a little bit about baseball and a little, little bit about everything. So I'm looking forward to it. You're right. This is, mm-hmm. as opposed to our normal Thursday shows where we talk mainly Yankees, we might sprinkle in Yankee talk here and there. But we'll give this as a as a site wide and and baseball wide kind of talk. So, with that yes. said. Um, Dave, I know you were you were all about the the Red Sox comeback win yesterday against the Orioles. So why don't you no, why don't you start no, us off with that? No, I, I was I was not. Uh, it, <laughs> it was, was just a crazy on. game, what man. You, I thought I, I heard you. No, bro. I was not. Like, I heard you not. From... I was I was rooting for the Orioles to win. Get that. Let's get that straight. Um, so yeah, <laughs> after the dressing loss to the Giants yesterday, um, for our for our team, our team. Unlike some other people think I root for a different team. That's not the case. Um, I thought the Orioles had the Red Sox dead to rights, honestly. Chris Sale looked absolutely god-awful. 
Um, it was seven to one by the fifth inning. And then a couple of errors later and a walk off home run to boot. And that was the end of it. Or, uh, Red Sox walked the Orioles off nine to eight yesterday at Fenway park. Um, I still think the Red Sox are going to lose a hundred games this year just because they have absolutely no pitching. That's just my opinion on the matter. Um, I know other people might think differently, especially, you know, the other half of my mom's side of the family. Um, but yeah, I, it's going to be a wild season, man. And, you know, I think the Orioles, they, they have a really interesting team. You got Adley Rushman with a 600 batting average right now and an OPS of over a thousand. Granted, that's only 10 at bats. Gunnar Henderson still 0 for whatever. He's got a zero batting average, but I think he'll turn it around. And I know we didn't do uh, predictions for as far as like wild card or division winners go, but I'm definitely. I, Watching what the Orioles did last year with them almost making the push for the wild card, and I think they definitely stand a chance at at least contending for one of those AL wild card spots with along with the Mariners. Um, so that's my bold prediction for the AL wild card: Orioles and Mariners. So we'll see what. That would be cool. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> My bad. I thought I was tripping for a second. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll call it. Um, that was that was painful for the Orioles yesterday, man. Like I felt so yeah, bad. He makes the error, and then literally the next pitch, or it seems like the next pitch, a two-run homer, and the game's over. To have a seven-one, to have a six-run lead, and then to to lose it like that—that's I don't. I wouldn't wish that upon any fan base. That's, that's baseball terrible. season. Yeah, for real. How about the Padres losing a series to the Rockies at home? Like, going into this season, who would have thought that that was going to even be a possibility? Like, the Padres coming in with all this hype, the Rockies being who the Rockies are, and then lose it, and then the Padres losing two out of three. They won the last game of the series last night, but man, like that's that that was tough. That's tough for the for first series um, for for us for the Yankees. Yeah, is today is a must win. I I don't know, but I think today's is a really important game for the Yankees. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, it it's just gonna be a wild season. I have a feeling. Um, you know, and then you got <laughs> you got the Rays being the Rays unveiling their wild card appearance uh, banner yesterday. Um, Poverty. So it's, just like, come on, dude. Out of all the things you can be proud of, you're gonna create a banner for uh, you know, a uh, appearing in a wild card game. Like, come on, bro. Like, like get real, get real. Pop, like, Dave, lost your audio. <laughs> it's never, it's never, it's never, it's never a good. It's always a fun time when we have early morning issues. Show business. <laughs> There's no business like show business. No, the, the the Rays doing that is just like, bro. Okay, we spend twenty million dollars on this team, and we we got somewhere, and that that's all that is. It's like, yo, like this is the lowest level of mediocrity they could possibly. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you could you could showcase. You appeared in a playoff game. C- congratulations. You did it, Rays. 
Yeah, but you know, they're they're not the only team that would have done something like that. I mean, the the Blue Jays could do that, the Mets could do that, you know. Like there's there's a, there's, a, there's a there's a bunch of other teams. It's just funny cuz people crap on the Rays because of their lack of spending money and they want to they want to promote that they were the not even they weren't even the number 2 team, they were the number 3 team, you know, or you know, like the 4 team or the 5 team whatever whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like they were, you know, Actually, what was it? They weren't they? They were sixteen. Excuse me. They were the number sixteen. Not even the, not even anything else. Because you got to remember yeah, something. They play Cleveland. Yeah. So it's just you know we're crapping on the yeah, people want to crap on them, but eh, you know the Blue Jays could do that. The Mets could do that. You know they, the list goes the list goes on. Seattle can do it as well. Wait, hold on one second though. Seattle hasn't made the playoffs in twenty years, and they didn't put no banner for their first round yeah. loss. Well, the Rays, you know. the Rays have been there consistently over the past five. Well, no, it's been it's been about a decade now where the Rays have been relevant, and they're they're putting up banners for what part of Paris? <laughs> That's terrible. It's terrible. I would never. I would. I would. I'd be so embarrassed as a Rays fan. I'm like, yo, take that down, please. The only banner up I want up there is a World Series championship. Maybe because I, I mean we're Yankees fans and. That's how we think. That's how our minds are wired. Like, I would love to get the perspective of a race fan and seeing that AL walk car go up and then be like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. I don't I don't think so. Now, I think it's I don't I don't know how uh, how they uh, you know, I don't know how they feel. But I think for them, you know, it's I think for any promotions, good promotion for them. So, why, you know what I mean? Like, why not? It, you know, they got uh, a. Yeah. Um, I think they, I, I think they, they need to kind of build up their fan base. So, eh, whatever. I mean, they, they got a lot, they got tons and tons of issues. You know, they're still trying to find a ball, but they're still, you know, as they said, they're in the beginning state. They're just making it to home plate or the batter's box to make it a stadium after all the, the false starts that they've had and all the issues and all the problems and all the other things that they, that have gone on with them, you know, trying to move over to Ebor city for those who don't know, uh, the whole, the, their whole situation, you know, Ebor city is a, is a section of, t- and t- over on the Hillsborough side, which is Tampa, the Tampa side where the Rays play in St. Petersburg in Pinellas County, which is just across the, which is across the bay. So. And Ebor city is amazing. <laughs> Ebor city is a lot. Ebor city is a lot of fun. Downtown St. Pete is just as much fun going, when you go down there. So there's a lot, there's both, there's nightlife and young crowds for both sides to pull, to, to give and take. It just comes down to that the people on Tampa they don't want to travel over to St. Pete. Well, they force it. Well, St. St. Pete, the Pinellas side will always makes their way over to over to the Tampa side. So there's got to you know the way they're saying everyone's thinking is there's got to be give and take. There's a lot of other things going on with the stadium too. I mean they you know they're trying. I think they want to be over in Tampa, but they're not, and what they really want to do is they want to have the Marlins deal, which is to have it fully funded by said gov you know whichever government, whichever whichever county, whichever state. And after the Marlins deal bankrupted Miami Dade, and that's not, <laughs> and that's not a joke. I uh, like yeah, the, exactly. the, 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 the mayor of Miami, yeah. you know, the mayor of Miami Dade got fired. They had, a, they had for like five years, there was a halt on all first responders. They couldn't even hire anybody new. There was no promotions, no nothing down there. Cause one of my cousins is a cop down in Miami and there was just nothing. They couldn't do. You couldn't do anything else like it was they were just so restricted with everything so but at least they got loan depot park <laughs> yeah the, the the loan right down there <laughs> that everybody goes to oh yeah during the, of course. during the wbc 
Yeah. During the big league season, not at all. You may be well, lucky well, to have like a, a thousand fans. <laughs> no, I'm just no, well, they well, you know, it's funny because I was I was watching one of the games and there's a huge section like the like the Mets bought out like a, or Mets fans bought out an entire section they put and they they're repping their Mets South <laughs> shirts down there like they went hard for all that and they look good like their shirts look good like they look it had a Miami vibe to it you know what I mean like it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like you know like a generic shirt shirt that shop that came up or anything like that they they actually they I like it was blue. They got the hot pink going on. Like you felt like you were, you felt like it was like South Beach coming to coming to Little Havana. Yeah, the Seven Line. Those are those guys that they yeah. travel with the Mets. So that you know that part of the Mets fandom is pretty cool uh, for, for them. You know, for you know little, little brothers to <laughs> yeah. have yeah. have a little something nice for them. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, well, little little brothers going through their their own injuries injury problems yeah. too. I mean, Verlander. The, uh, opening day went on the IL. So, I mean, that's, that's not really what's something that you want to kind of hear about. I mean, no. Serger, Serger, Max Scherzer did, did what he does for them, but he, and he went against Sandy Alcantara. Sandy's Sandy pitches well too. I mean, I don't see any, you know, fall. I don't think Sandy's going to have any fall off. It's just for the Marlins. It's they need offense. They need to figure out offense and they got tons and tons and tons of pitching. Like they, they figured out the, they figured out whatever's in the sauce. They figured out the formula that the Rays always figured out, which is, they can produce pitchers now, and then they got to start taking these pitchers and produce. Now get now start getting hitters. Like take keep the best of the best, and then take, get the get some of those other guys and move them for pitching uh, for hitting. And then you try to get younger hitting too with them. Did you see Lazardo the other day? He, he was he was he was dealing. Yeah, he was shoving. It, it, it was like 98, 99, but it wasn't down. It, it was it was corners paint ninety eight, yeah. ninety nine. So I started dreaming a little bit about Jesus Lazardo. I mean, I'm big on him in fantasy, and I always think he's going to have a good year or a big year and have that kind of breakout. Last year, you could consider maybe was his breakout year, but I hope that he could take that to the next level um, fantasy-wise, and maybe maybe the Yankees kind of play in those waters a little bit. But you got to see a little bit more consistency from him. He's still a really young kid. Um, it's probably his third, uh, third full big league year, so – yeah. Um, there, there's definitely room to grow for Jesus Lazardo, but he's he's got the stuff for it. He does, and you know, and I I don't know what it is, but I think the Marlins have where the Yankees kind of felt have fallen fallen on on hard times making deals with the A's. The Yankees, have, the Marlins have are I think they're making some good deals with the A's. They got Lazardo. They also got AJ Puck for that bullpen too. I think. Oh yeah. I, I think getting AJ Puck down back in down in South Florida, what what they're doing, that'll elevate his game as well. So mm-hmm. I think those are those are some couple smart moves that the Marlins did, and like I said, I mean they got the Marlins have to draft well, and honestly, to help put fans in the stands for them, you know, this year I think I they, I can't see why they wouldn't go after Yo-Yo Morales from from the University of Miami. I mean, that's just, you got a homegrown kid, you got a built-in fan base that'll go and travel to see him too. Yeah. So I mean, you could you could theoretically say that. They got you know go from Coral Gables to Little Havana. I mean, boom! You can you know you just get that that traveling to the traveling team going. You know the fan base. You got 12, 12 15 thousand from down the, down the U, and then they take then you could go over to the Marlins Park and then or Lone Depot Park and should say and you know and all of a sudden now you just what double triple your your attendance right there, right? <laughs> just not one player. Just one player. <laughs> But that's but that's what I'm saying. Like if you if you really dive in, I mean, Yuri Gurriel should help out a little bit, bringing this bringing the Cuban population over there. Then you got Yo Yo Morales. Then you got some other young 
guys from from in the in the Florida range, you know, University of Florida with AJ Puck, Lazaro's from down in, from Florida as well. I mean, you've got you get a lot of that kind of group there, so you kind of you kind of begin to build like the old you know University of Miami, the football team. Then they you know they used to rope off the state of Miami where they would they get everybody from there. This yeah. you know, now you're talking about trying to get the same type of thing, bring in people from all over the place up up by where up by Saint Augustine. Or Jacksonville, bring them in from Tampa. It's like fans that that have moved on and moved out, bring them back to watch and then and to and to go to games for a weekend or something like that. Because you're going to have people that you know you see and then and you've seen for a while, and then you have the local guys that go, "Oh, I've seen him. I've seen him. I've seen him. We I watched him in college. I've watched him play for up team times in the in travel ball and a you know and all the other leagues that that are down here. So we know we've known about this guy. So. I think that I think that's one way to kind of for Marlins help boost their population for a, a fans in the stands. You, you would hope, you would hope, but you know, I th- Miami's been around. The Marlins has been around for for like I thirty like years, two decades now. Yeah, 30, 30 years, and um, they've always run into the same issues. People are not going to games, so hopefully, if you get guys like you, like you're talking about. That puts some butts in the seat because we all want to promote the game of baseball. We want to see the baseball. We want to see baseball grow and continue to be uh, part of national pastime. Speaking of which, did you see the scene in Cincinnati for opening day? That's that was crazy. I love that. Love that. Hundred percent. They shut down. That that was amazing. State. Absolutely amazing. Just it was like two blocks. It seemed like it was like a uh, diagonal block. I don't know anything about Cincinnati, but. Yo, they showed up for opening day. I was like, what was the excuse for everybody there at work? Or was it at work like, yo, hey, it's opening day, go, go. <laughs> you know? Like, bro, it was it was absolutely electric. And I was like, to see this in 2023, like, yo, baseball is really still a, a big time sport in this country. It's for everything, for everything, for all the stuff that people talk about baseball, like what, people are still coming out in, in, in throws just to watch this game. And I, I love seeing that. I absolutely love it. No, you're no, you're 100 right about that, man. It's crazy. And speaking of opening day things, you want to talk about crazy things that happen on opening day? All the way out in California, Hunter Renfro, no look, throwing the throwing his hand up to make that catch was if if anybody hasn't seen that, it's wild. Like he turned, he was completely turned around and just flung the and flung his hand out there and caught it. You, you even had Shohei Otani, which which everyone sits there and goes, oh, he can do everything. He's over there with his hands up, like I I'm at a loss of words right there. It was crazy. That like I, I saw like a, a like, how how do you even see it? I don't understand it. He got so turned around as an outfielder, and as an outfielder, obviously you want to keep your eye on the ball, and you know you got to track it. But dude, like that was that was kind of crazy. Good for him. Like after the year day one. <laughs> really? I mean, you had day, you had that. That's a, that's that's your sports center top play top play of the week right there. Yeah, exactly. And you, you know. You know, for Yankee fans, we're all decked out in Yankee stuff. But you know, Judge first home run—he not just his first home run, but the first home run in baseball came by him, dead center field. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was amazing. You know, we we had a uh, one of the guys we know, uh, Scott, uh, not Scott, sorry, Chris from the B three guy, uh, Bronx uh, B three up in Connecticut. They were at this—he was at the game, and he straight up was like, "Yo, the whole place was shaking, the whole stadium was shaking <laughs> when he hit that home run." So I mean, it's it's wild times, man. Opening day is always fun. You know, um, it it happens, bro. It happens, and 
I, I love I love every minute of it. But I know uh, Dave. I you know Dave had this uh, nice little comment that or little little prediction he kind of threw out there today yesterday. So I want to throw it back over to Dave. You know, it kind of kind of ties back into what he was talking about with the or with the Orioles Red Sox, but it was more mainly about the Orioles. So Dave, why don't you why don't you bust out what your take on the Orioles? Well, I already I already threw it out there. You disappeared for like two minutes, and I had to get I had to I had to go um, grab something. Yeah, I did, I just think they stand a chance to contend for the AL wild card with the with the Mariners this year, for sure. Well, so here's well here's my take. I think came last year, making it. So, well, do you think you think that they're gonna they can overtake the Blue Jays? Let's well let's as we're sitting here going, we're all gonna assume the Yankees are gonna repeat and be the AL East champion, right? We could we I could put a blanket comment out there. You don't think so, Dave? I'm sorry, Danny. You don't. What you what's your what's your roundabout after two games? No, no. it's not. And it's not after two games. But I'm saying, like, you know, we have we've had, we're two games into the season. That's what that's all I'm kind of riding with right now. Okay. Yeah. No. No. I I I thought going into the season, the Blue Jays would overtake the Yankees just because they have a lot to prove. They're super athletic. Uh, they've gotten better. Um, so I think you know, going to last year, I was prophetic, saying that the Yankees were going to win it. I hope I'm wrong, but I really feel like the Blue Jays, like, they had a Chris Bassett, they got more athletic with Varsho. And left Caramayan Center, even though he probably won't even play 100 games. But the, the 100 games that he does play, it'll be an impact. George Springer moving over to right. Um, you probably expect a better year from Bichette and, and Vladdy. So that team is stacked. That team is stacked. And they're hungry. They, they have a lot to prove. Um, and they're projected going to the season to lead the American League East to the war. And that was one of the, the things that I checked off with the Yankees going into last year. They were talking all this stuff about the Blue Jays. I was like, well, listen, the, the Yankees got better defensively on the left side, right? And the Blue Jays got a whole lot better defensively in the outfield. So they'll support their pitching. And I just think that the Blue Jays are going to be uh, really tough to beat this year. So what's your one through five? Go for go to AL East. What's your one through five AL East? Blue Jays, Yankees, Orioles. Oh, no, no. Blue Jays, Yankees, Rays, Orioles, Red Sox. All right, Dave. Yankees, Blue Jays, Orioles, Rays, Red Sox. Interesting. Okay, I got Yankees. I, Blue I, I Jays, mean, Rays. Granted, the the Blue Jays, yeah, they're a good team, but we all saw what they did last year. When it came time to to show out at the end of the season, they turtled. You know, they they straight up turtled, man. And I, I'm sorry, I just don't, I just don't see it. You know, they, they always come into every season as the heavy favorite to do this, that, and the other thing, and then they just fall apart down at the last stretch of the season. So I just don't I just don't trust it. Well, you don't trust until you I'm see. not rooting for that. I just no, think that's I know what's gonna happen. I think I think I think I think that I think for the blue I think for the blue jays, I think it's gonna be a lot closer this year. I still don't think they're gonna go over the hump. I still think that their pitch I, I think their pitching is still a little suspect, but I think that the them faltering a little bit is something that's good for in the long term for that team is good for a Bo Bichette and a and a Vladdy Jr. because that's going to then make, that's going to that's going to stoke the fire that's going to get them hungrier and though, then those two are really who lead that team you know those those are the guys that push that team further and further and further and something and those little failures but those are learning lessons for them that's going to get that's going to make them a better team 
And don't forget, you got Matt Chapman on that team, who was in a this is his walk year, too. So he wants to show out as well to get that payday next year. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's, I don't, it's not the get the wide gap that the Yankees had last year for the long time, but I think it's Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, Orioles. And I think the Red Sox are back, are down in the cellar. Um, <clears throat> the Orioles, you know, I know Dave, Dave's thinking he's, they're a playoff team. I like the Orioles. I like them in a couple of years because I think you got, you got Grayson, you got uh, Grayson Rodriguez coming up and he's going to be a stud. That kid's going to be a stud in a couple of years. Also, you're going to have um, Jackson holiday playing shortstop for them. You're going to have uh, who's that guy? Uh, Kester. I think his name uh, name is, I got to get the, the, the proper name for him, but he's their top outfield prospect as well. I mean, he's, you know, he's no joke. So, I think I think the Orioles are have been are building for the future. You know they already got Adley up there. They already got Gunner up there. So I mean they got two two of their main pieces already in the bigs. Grayson Rodriguez will be coming up this year. You know they're gonna play with him and they're gonna they play with his his timing and he'll be up there this year as well. But <clears throat> I think I do believe that the Orioles will be something uh, a force to be reckoned with um, within the next couple within the next couple seasons and that's and that's something everyone's gonna have to be worried about in the al east because the minute the orioles get better and that's something that's gonna be crazy in and of itself yeah we'll just have to see heston kirstan kirstan that's the guy that's his name that's that's the uh that's the outfielder's name. I mean, and they're gonna. I mean, the amount of left-handed bats that they can they can throw out there too. It just minor, just coming from the minors. Gunner, Jackson Holiday, you got you and uh, Kerstad. That's three right there. Plus Adley's a, is a switch hitter. I mean, sky's the limit for those guys. I mean, and they even have uh, Colton Kouster too, who's all in triple. And most of these guys are in triple. You know, you have them high up there too. Grayson Rodriguez is in AAA. Holidays, Jackson Holidays in low A ball, but I'm sure he's going to be bumped to high A ball real soon. Colton Kouser is in AAA. Uh, Kerstet's in in high A ball. I'm sure he'll go to tri- you know he's 24, but I mean he's going to be on the on the fast track to get up there as well. So I mean, there's a, there's a lot of things going on for them. So yeah. If the Orioles get sure. good, this is a legit a four team race in, in the American League East. Because the Rays are not going away. They, they always no. have the pitching. They got Wando Franco. They got Brandon Lowe. Lau, however you pronounce his name. So, wow. um, Randy Arozarena. You know, I feel like Randy, I think Arozarena is like, hit the, hit the, I think Arozarena is, he's at the, like, he's at that peak, but he does his peak years are, are going to, are short for the Rays. Like, he's going to be, I think he's going to be falling off the cliff a lot very soon. Like, he's not, he's not part of their long-term future. Like, you know, in Lyle, he didn't have that good of a year. Like it seemed like like the Rays did did something the Rays don't really do. They made a bad trade. Like they got rid of Lyle's brother and they sent him to Texas, and he's blossoming in Texas. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean, they're really they they have to build their they have to build that team around Juan Franco, and they have and they have to hit the right you know, they have to make the right moves, and they have to hit everything the right way. And it like it seemed like they kind of met, missed once or twice. You know what I'm saying? Which is not really something that you you say about them, especially in trades. Like you kind of say, "Oh, they got you know, look look, look what you know what I mean." Like look what they got back in the day for uh, Chris Archer. They got they were stacked with that. They had you know Austin Meadows, um, uh, uh, what the hell? Glasnow. Yes, Tyler Glasnow, and then they got Shane Boz, who's been injured, unfortunately. But 
man, it's crazy what's what the things that they had going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I still think they'll find a way to make it to be better than the Orioles. I, the Orioles just don't have enough starting pitching. The bullpen is 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 nails, even though last night they faltered. They, they they're so good. Um, the mountain at the back end is he's a stud. They got lefties, Sino uh, Perez, um, DL Hall, probably make make an appearance too. He's 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 a guy that the that the Orioles could use at the back end. Um, so, I, I, but I just don't think the starting pitching. When you got Kyle Gibson starting opening day for you, you're not in a good spot pitching wise. And that's just that's just being honest and yeah. percent about that. So. Um, the Orioles are going to be close, but they're not going to. I, I don't see them being a wild card team this year. Next year might be a different story. With a half season of Grayson Rodriguez, and he could be your true ace type guy. Then yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and just think just think about this way: you got Gunner, you got Gunner Henderson, and you got uh, Adley Rushman. Another year in the bigs, another year of full development. You know, working with with you know working on their craft now. The sky's the limit for sky. Really, could be the limit if. If everything hits right for them, so yep. it's something to be. It's something that the AL East in totality has to be worried about because Blue Jays. We're flipping over the Blue Jays. They have big. They have a huge, not problems, but they have really big decisions to make because you got both Bo and Vladdy that are going to be free agents at the same time if they don't give an extension to either one, and they're both going to be going for buku dollars. And I don't think the Blue Jays can afford both of them at that point unless they they both take. So, you know, discount, big discount, hometown discounts. If Vladdy puts up another MVP caliber year, he's going to be asking for 400 bucks. Oh, 400 bucks. 400 million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> if he's asking 400 bucks, man, I'll give him the 400 bucks. <laughs> but no, 400 you're right. million for Vladdy, 100%. Oh, yeah. And Bo, Bo yeah. I mean, just look at the shortstop class. I mean, look at look 13, 13 for three. Three over three hundred for shortstops, so I mean, that that's uh, you're looking at seven hundred million between the two those two guys, and that's going to be for a lot of years too. So I mean, I that's hope neither one of them goes back. <laughs> go to the National League. Go so, to uh, well, who would be willing to pay him? I don't know. Go ahead. My bad, Dave. Go ahead. Padres. Nah, Padres will pay somebody. Somebody. Yeah, exactly. well, somebody, Padres. somebody Padres, that's Padres, desperate Padres, enough to pay him. Yeah, but uh, well, that's gonna do it for us this morning. Hope you all enjoyed. Uh, like I said, we're gonna be doing two shows a week now going forward. We're gonna be on a Thursday and Sunday schedule. But before we go, um, today on Lids for the next and for the rest of the day, it's 65% off site wide promo. Use promo code thanks and you, you can access Lids by a nice little code up here in the corner, right there. Volpe jerseys, go get. Get your first year for the 23 season. Um, also, we have our own merch store. You can catch that on our link tree as well. Uh, for everybody listening across the pond and overseas, thank you. Everyone here at home in the U.S., Canada, we thank you as well. So for Mark, Danny, Alex, the man you couldn't be here today, this is David Ross from Chachos signing. See you on Thursday.